Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. You don't have time to train. Really? That's the excuse we're going to go with. The phrase, I don't have time to exercise, needs to be analyzed very carefully before you go sprouting these words out of your mouth. This is something I've been paying much more attention to over the last couple months and years as a coach is the language that people use. Using certain words which favor their own narrative or story just because it suits you better because you don't want to deal with the hard truth. The fact is this, everyone has time to train. Now, it might not be your absolute ideal setting or circumstance. Maybe you can't get in your three or four days of training for 60 minutes. Perhaps your situation is more full on than others. Maybe you do have more responsibilities and roles to take on than you would like. Maybe you've got dealt a bad set of cards. But the matter of the fact is this, you have certain cards which have been dealt to you. Your situation, your scenario, your circumstances, they are yours and they are yours alone. If you can get other people to help and take some of the workload off you, fantastic, I would advise, if possible, do that. Everybody has time to train. If you don't have time to train, if you are adamant, if you are steadfast in your assertion, no, Jesse, you don't understand my particular situation. I am a special snowflake. I am a unique situation. You don't understand. I physically and literally do not have any time during the week to exercise or train. You are likely to be the only person here on planet Earth to be in that unique position. The only person, imagine that. Imagine you are the only, the single human being on this planet who can actually say you don't physically and literally have time to exercise or train. What an honor. What an honor to be the only person in the world to have that bestowed upon them. Fucking hell. Congratulations to you. I'm talking... I'm calling bullshit. I say those words in jest. But what what I want to try and argue to you, my point is this. How often you train, how frequently that you do these things in terms of looking after your body, it really comes down to priorities. If you say that you don't have time and you utterly 100% believe that, I'm going to, and I want to, examine every single minute of your life. Now, if that and that alone doesn't scare the shit out of you, you must know exactly, precisely what you're doing with every single minute of your day. You must have it catalogued down to the fucking second what you do with every single day. And if that is you, I would love to get in touch with you so I can do the same thing for my life, so I can maximize my time more efficiently. 
But this is the thing. Everybody believes they are special. Everybody believes their situation is unique. Everybody believes that their situation is harder and more difficult than everyone else's. Everybody believes they are lacking time. You are not lacking time. You are lacking focus. You are lacking direction. And you are lacking with what is actually a priority to you. So before I start taking your life and all of the contents of it apart, let's find out. Let's actually establish, is your goal a high priority to you? So I was having a great chat with one of my really close friends a few months ago, and we got talking about priorities. And what we actually did is we lost the S. We, we actually started to talk about things in singular form instead of plural. So priority, singular, means you have all of these different options, possibilities, choices, and decisions, but you choose to focus on one thing at a time. And in a world where people think that doing more is better, I can do 16 things at once. Well, if you are doing 16 things at once, I bet you're doing 16 things really fucking poorly because you can only do one thing really well at a time. This has been proven. And if you want to debate me on that, I would I would encourage you to go and read the work at uh, the book, pardon me, Deep Work by Cal Newport. To do something that is highly important to you, you cannot multitask. You have to be single-minded. You have to be you have to have a single focus and you have to commit all of your time, effort and energy into that one thing at a time. But if you want to if you want to debate me, go and read the book first and then we'll come back and talk. All right, is your goal of becoming strong, becoming mentally resilient, maximizing your potential that you have, reaching your very best, is it a priority to you? Well, the chances are, as a listener of this podcast, you care highly about your physical and mental health. If you didn't, you probably wouldn't be investing the time to listen to me right now. So I'm gonna peel back the layers of the onion I'm gonna unearth where you're actually spending your time each day. Hopefully that gives you a big fucking fright. All right, let's start with the majority of the time which you spent each day and night. Sleep. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Is it four? Is it five? Is it six? Is it seven? Is it eight? Is it nine? Is it more? Think about it. How many hours of sleep do you need to operate at your best? And this is something I did a number of years ago. I used to think that if I sleep less, I have more time during the day to get shit done, to GSD, get shit done. Well, the, the thing with sleep and being deprived of sleep is it actually decreases your cognitive ability. You actually start performing worse. Sleep is a it's an essential function for optimal function of life. For you to operate at your best, you need to sleep. That is when your body repairs itself. It is when the nervous system gets a chance to downregulate. It's when all of your vital functions get a chance to relax. They've been working hard for however many hours you've been up and doing whatever it is that you've been doing during the day. And this is a time where it can just relax. It can unwind. It can take the fucking foot off the accelerator. So how many hours do you sleep every night? Do you get as much as you need? Do you get too much? Or is it like the porridge and it's just the right amount? 
So establish that first and foremost. And if you really want to be pedantic, if you don't think you have time, if you've been telling yourself that narrative, and I use the word narrative because it's a story that you are telling yourself, if you don't have time, write out on a piece of paper how many hours you sleep. Is it enough, yes or no? Does it need to go up, does it need to go down, does it need to stay the same? Next, how much time do you spend commuting to work? Some people travel zero minutes. Some people some people don't work. Some people, whether it's to, uh, due to being a stay-at-home parent, whether it's being unemployed, some people actually just work from home, they work remotely, or some people travel 30, 60, 90 plus minutes for work every day. I want you to write down how many minutes you typically spend on average each day, to and from work, and just get the total. All right, how much of your time is actually spent working? Are your work hours flexible? Are they rigid? Are they fixed? Do you work from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and not a minute more? Or do you do split shifts? Do you work a.m., have a break, and then work again in the p.m.? That's the kind of structure that I have. Or are you night shift? Are you? Do you have a rotating roster? Do you just work when you feel like working? Do you work for yourself? Again, write these numbers down. How much? How many hours do you work per week? How much time do you do you use and invest looking after other family members, whether it's a brother, a sister, father, mother, spouse? Kids, how much time do you spend on other people? How much time do you spend eating? I've always considered myself to be a slow eater. Very slow. When we used to have dinner, when I was living at home, I would always finish last. My brother was always quicker than, than I was. It's not a competition. I was just always slower. That's just the way that I kind of ate. Are you a slow eater? Are you a fast eater? Do you just shovel all the food in your mouth? Just inhale it and then off you go? Or do you take your time and enjoy it? It's not right or wrong, we're just looking at the facts. How long does it take you to eat your meals? Then we have things like chores, dishes, washing, phone calls, social media, self-development, book reading. How much time each day on average do you think you spend on all of these things? What about Netflix? What about TV series, movies, cat videos? going down the Wikipedia rabbit hole. I know I've done that in the past. I click on one link, want to learn a little bit about it. Oh, that looks interesting. I'll read more about that. And then 30 minutes later, holy shit, where the fuck am I now? Just have a look. How much time do you spend on these things? After all of that analysis, does it equal 24 hours each day? Or is there some time left over? After analyzing and really being critical, not in a negative sense, but just being attentive to detail. How much time is here? How much time is there? Where are the gaps? Do I have five minutes in between here? Do I just faff around when I'm eating? Just look at the look at what the facts are telling you. Does it equal 24 hours a day? And where are the where are the black spots? Where are the black holes? Where are the things that take up your time, effort, and energy? Maybe it's Netflix, because they always leave you with a cliffhanger at the end of a, an episode. You just have to watch one more. And then you get to that one, and that one's got a cliffhanger as well. So then you have to watch the next one as well. Again, I've been there. I've done that. I know because I'm an expert in these things. <laughs> but 
after analyzing and looking at all of this information, are you still sitting here telling me that you still can't find 30 minutes to exercise? And I'm not saying every day. If you are the person, that one individual, that one in 7.5 billion people who just physically doesn't have the time, are you still telling me you cannot, not even once across seven days, find 30 minutes to exercise? I don't think you can. If you truly don't have the time, I hope you are not watching a single minute of television or screen, because if you are, you might want to start using different language about what you're actually saying and what you're telling yourself. If you are so busy that you don't have the time to train, it might also be worth re-examining your priorities. If you are telling yourself, if you are telling me, Jesse, it's a high priority. I fucking want it. I really want it. I want to change. I want to get better. I want to get stronger. I want to get leaner. I want to get fitter. I want to get smarter. If you're telling me all these things and you still cannot find a way to integrate this into your life, you have to ask yourself, where does it actually sit on the list of your priorities? Is it number seven? Is it number four? It is where it is. In life, your actions demonstrate your highest values and priorities. So you could tell me that it's a high priority. This means a lot to me. I want to lose the weight. I'll do whatever it takes. And if you're still not having, if you're still not able to find the fucking time to exercise or train, you are bullshitting yourself. You are bullshitting the world. Your actions tell the world what is important to you. If you are not training, it tells everybody, yourself included, in big capital letters that are bold and have been underlined and have exclamation points in front of it and behind it. If you are not training, it says to the world, this is not a priority for me. Because if it was, you would be doing it. You would make time for it. You don't find time. Time does not appear out of thin fucking air. If you are so time poor, that you can't, you literally, you've tried everything, you've scratched your head, you've analyzed your day, you've removed some time blocks here and there, you've, you're literally watching no screens, you have a fucking Nokia 3310 that is on a 2G network and you're playing Snake, there's no fucking color and you have removed any and all distractions and you still can't find the time. I don't, I just cannot see that being a fucking possibility for people. I cannot fathom it. Do a Tabata of swings, a kettlebell swings. Do 20 seconds of work, 10 seconds of rest, and do eight minutes. That is four minutes out of your life. And if you know how to do kettlebell swings correctly, you will know that will fucking annihilate you. If you use a kettlebell that is medium to heavy in terms of weight. Not a little colorful kettlebell that floats like a fucking balloon as you swing it. Whee! No. I'm talking about a kettlebell that you actually have to work hard to do your swings. I'm gonna I'm gonna just talk about this Tabata protocol for a minute. This was developed, I think it was in the 90s, and it was done using a group of cyclists. But this 
series of this protocol, this training protocol, 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off for eight rounds, has been skewed to the point where it no longer means what it was intended for and what the results of that test uh, actually showed and provided. Tabata is a high intensity form of interval training. Four minutes is not a long time, but you are working at 95 to 100% of your maximum output. Not 60%, not 70%. I'm talking about a true Tabata protocol here. I use this method. I use the, the 20 on 10 off in different forms. But if you are that one in 7.5 billion people and you just need to maximize your time to the single last second, four minutes, kettlebell swings, you will be done. You won't want any more than four minutes. If you don't even have four minutes, do three minutes of burpees. Do three minutes of maximum burpees. Get down to the floor. So you lay on the floor, jump in, jump up overhead, uh, jump and clap with your hands overhead. Do three minutes of as many as those as possible. Your heart rate will be up. Your whole body will be working hard. You will be sweating. You will be breathing hard. Three minutes, max burpees, off you go. Or if you want something different, if you want a, a rep target to work towards, do 100 squats for time. Just bodyweight squats. You don't need any equipment. You don't need any space, really. You just organize your feet, and off you go, 100 reps. Time how long it takes you. But don't fuck around. Don't take all day because I know you have no time. So do them well. Squat as deep as your mobility will allow, but don't fuck around. You want to rest? Rest after you've done your 100 squats, not before. You don't have time to rest. You've just told me. I don't have time to train. Yeah, we'll fucking see. Don't bullshit a bullshitter. My bullshit detector is finely tuned and I can smell an excuse a mile away. I'm not picking on you. If you think I'm picking on you, it's because I have hit a nerve. I have hit some point of truth that you do not want to confront. But by you not confronting this, the problem will remain. You will continue to feel guilty for not exercising. You will continue to blame other people and external circumstances of why you can't get your shit together. And you will continue to feel unfairly treated. Nobody's treating you unfairly. Your circumstances are your circumstances. Good or bad, that's the hand that you have been dealt. Deal with it the best that you can. And I do mean that sincerely. If you've been dealt a hard set of cards, make do with what you've got. Maybe it is that kettlebell swing Tabata protocol. Maybe it means you have to do three minutes of burpees. It might not be the best training system or routine known to man, but it's better than nothing. Do 100 squats for time. See how your legs feel afterwards. You'll develop some conditioning and you will improve your strength over time if you repeat it. But let's 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 not kid ourselves. Everybody has time to train. It's all about finding the right program, the right routine, the right system for you and your situation. But don't keep using the excuse, I don't have time. Especially if it is a high priority for you. So this is what I want you to use. The next time you feel like saying, I don't have time to exercise. Try saying this instead. Training is not a priority for me. Exercising right now is not a priority for me. See how that makes you feel. 
It's a different type of language. We're not blaming the universe. We're not saying it's out of your control. It's directly in your control. That's what we're actually trying to do. We're trying to take responsibility and ownership for what you say is important to you. See what happens when you say that a few times. Because this is this, this is what's gonna happen. One of two things will happen. Number one, you will get so sick and tired of letting yourself down by not completing a high priority task. If your follow through, if your level of stickability is very low and you keep saying to yourself day after day, training is not a priority, training is not a priority, training is not a priority, exercise is not a priority, my health and fitness is not a priority, my body, my health, my fitness is not a priority. If you say that and you mean it, things are gonna to start to change. So that's option one, you say that, you'll get sick and tired of letting yourself down and you'll do something about it to actually fix it. Scenario number two, you will accept that maybe, just maybe, right now, at this particular point in time, I'm not saying it's a forever thing, but maybe life is at a point where you are so fucking busy and things are so hectic that maybe right now, it isn't as high a priority as it needs to be to make it happen. Maybe it used to be a three and work's picked up and maybe it's gone down to like a three, uh, a four or a five, sorry. Or maybe we're coming into the silly season, the holiday period. Maybe you've got friends coming over and maybe you actually wanna enjoy that time with those friends and family. That's absolutely fine. Just tell yourself it's not a priority right now. But you gotta figure out which one is it because you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't say it's a fucking priority and then do nothing about it unless you acknowledge that maybe it's not a priority. And this is where, this is gonna be hard, this might be hard for you to hear or somebody who you know maybe actually needs to hear this information. Sometimes there are rare occasions where people have to fall down even deeper to where they are and hit bottom before they realize how important their health fitness and body is to them. Because somebody who says they're in pain and they want to do something about their health and fitness until such a point that they have that conversation with them, with themselves and say, this is a priority, I need to change, I need to do something about it. Or they accept this just isn't a priority. Other things are more important to me right now. Nothing will change. Maybe you just have to keep falling. Maybe you just have to keep going on that slippery slope gaining more weight, having more aches and pains, losing your muscle mass, gaining fat mass, getting bigger, getting chubbier, I don't know. You know the things that happen to you when you stop exercising. Maybe you just need more of that. Maybe you need to keep falling apart, falling down. And that's hard as a coach and as a, as a trainer to say that because I wanna help people. I truly want to help people. But I understand and I know that I can't help you unless you want to and are ready to help yourself. I can't change you. I can't do the things for you. You have to do these things. So as always, the choice is yours. You cannot defer this choice to someone else. It's yours and it's yours alone. You don't have to like it. You probably don't like having to make that choice and to say those words. This isn't a priority for me. But the fact 
still remains. Actions express priorities, nothing else. If you loved the wake up call, found it entertaining, or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.